0: Hey y'all, welcome back. This is the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I believe that anyone can homestead no matter where they live because homesteading is more about lifestyle and less about location. So if that interests you, stay tuned. Today we are talking about episode 49, Edible Landscaping, How to Grow Food in Your Front Yard. I'm going to give you my top 10 plus a bonus of my favorite things to grow in edible landscaping in your front yard. So before we get into that let's start with today's weekly feature what's happening on the homestead. We have two big things going on this week. We have painting and planting. Some good friends of ours are moving to the country they finally have land and they're getting established in their new home and before they move in everything needs to be painted so we've been over there quite a bit helping them out helping them get their little homestead ready and started and when we're at home we've been planting lots and lots of things I've planted several things in my deck bed for my tea garden and I've planted a few things in the front yard as well so check out my Instagram, The Funky Farm Girl, to see all the things that I'm planting this week. On top of that, we've been moving chickens. We have lots of shifts and changing changes coming up here in the next couple weeks as we shift chickens around and get ready to add five more in May. We're also bringing our chicks that we've been growing outside for the first time and so you can find all the details to that again in my Instagram stories so go check that out today our episode is about edible landscaping and I want to give you my top 10 things plus one to grow outside in your front yard that will look beautiful and be edible where you can have both function and beauty in the same space Does that sound good to you? First of all, we need to talk about why we would do this. Why do we care? Um, I know that lots of people are really into making sure that they have curb appeal. They want a beautiful landscape. They want to make sure that that front yard looks great. You want people to to drive by and and be pleased with the way your front yard looks and a lot of times honestly gardening is messy and gardening can be wild looking and there's a lot of it that maybe isn't appropriate for the front yard but there are several things that we can do to make that front yard useful and the reason we would want to do that is one we You might have limited space where you are. Maybe you don't have seven acres like my good friends that just moved. I certainly don't. I have just under three quarters of an acre. Maybe you need to maximize the space that you have because your space is limited. And again, this is where homesteading is about lifestyle more than location. It's about being purposeful with the space you do have maximizing it using it well and making it both functional and beautiful and that is why edible landscaping is a really good idea so now that we know why we would be interested in this let's talk about my top 10 plus one favorite things to grow in your front yard that you can eat number one is scarlet runner beans I am so excited to be growing these this year. I actually just planted them about two days ago. I cannot wait to see them start coming in. Scarlet runner beans are a beautiful vining bean plant that grows beautiful green leafy vine that will climb up. Mine is going to be right in front in my front flower bed where it will climb up the railing of my front porch and it will have beautiful red flowers. And it will produce green pods. Now inside of those green pods you can either pick those and snap them like you would green beans or you can shell them like peas or you can dry them and then store them for next year. Um, you can pressure can them. Uh, there's just a lot of different ways that you can use beans and I love beans But honestly, I get a little bored eating green beans all the time. So having something like Scarlet Runner beans just is super fun to add a little something different and the beautiful green vines and the gorgeous little red flowers make it so worth it. On top of that, the beans inside are anywhere from bright pink to a dark purple black mottled look. And so I'm so excited to see what mine look like when I go to shell them and to try them out this year. So scarlet runner beans are my first choice and are already planted in my front yard. Number two is chives. Chives is a wonderful little grass-like herb that has an oniony flavor to it. And the beautiful thing about it is, is you can plant it right along the border of your flower bed. And it will look just like a border grass. And it has these beautiful little red, uh, not red, purple flowers that come up. And those, as well as the stalks of the grassy part, are edible. You can take those um, stalks and chop them up and add them to anything that you would want an oniony flavor to. And you can also take those flowers and infuse them in vinegar. It makes a beautiful vinegar that you can then use in salad dressings and things like that. They're also perennial. So once you plant them, it will come back year after year. And it's not something that you have to continue to buy seeds or buy plants and plant again and again. So chives as a border plant. My number three pick would be an elderberry bush. These are shrubby little trees that are only from five to 12 feet. Not super big, not super big around. They make a great border tree, especially in a set. So if you have a group of them that maybe line the side of your property, um, it can create a barrier. And a marker of where your property is. It looks beautiful because it's got some really pretty flowers and the berries are useful for all kinds of things. You can use them to make jam or wine or pies and it's also used in a lot of herbal preparations especially if you learn how to make elderberry syrup to help boost your immunity during the winter. So an elderberry bush in your yard is going to give you a lot of bang for your buck. Next up on our list, number four, is sunflowers. Honestly, I cannot imagine a growing season without sunflowers. But not only are they beautiful and bring a lot of brightness and sunshine to your front yard with their big bright yellow faces... They also come in a lot of colors and a lot of sizes, anywhere from a dark, dark purple to browns and oranges and yellows. They can be quite large, up to 10 feet tall, or you can get smaller ones that are easy to pick and put in a vase. On top of that, you can take the seeds and harvest them. You can eat them raw or you can roast them in the oven. And have those for snacking or you can use them as feed for the birds that come around in your yard and even for your chickens chickens are big fans of sunflowers and sunflower seeds and so am I next up on our list we're at number five already we have number one scarlet runner beans number two chives in your border number three elderberry bushes on the edges number four sunflowers everywhere you can put them and number five is rhubarb rhubarb is a great border plant as well and it also works really great under trees in in clumps and things like that a rhubarb is something that you want to buy the crown of and then allow it to grow and get bigger and you can buy those and put them in groupings. They're perennial, so they'll come back every year even bigger and better than the year before. It may take a couple years for them to get super established, but it's really gonna give you a lot of bang for your buck. Rhubarb has some large wrinkled green leaves and bright red stalks. Now the leaves are toxic to humans but you can still compost them safely. So don't eat them, but you can definitely compost them. And then you can take the stalks and prepare them like you would any kind of fruit and jams and pies and things like that. It pairs especially well with strawberries. So think of strawberry rhubarb pie, strawberry rhubarb jam, all kinds of things with rhubarb are just wonderful. And again, it's a perennial just like the chives, so it's something that will keep giving to you year after year after year. Next up on our list is pansies. Pansies are something that most people will be surprised is an edible. Lots and lots of people grow pansies especially through the winter because it's a flower that doesn't tend to at least in my area doesn't tend to die off is pretty cold hardy and will go on all through the winter gives you that little pop of color out in your yard and comes through all the way through spring but you can take those flowers and use them in salads you can decorate cakes with them and you can use them in summertime drinks I've seen them used in ice rings, in a punch bowl, um, using the petals of the leaf, of the flowers um, to just make a beautiful cake decoration, or tossed into a salad. They're edible, they're beautiful, and they look gorgeous in your front yard. So, give your pansies a second look, because I'm willing to bet that most of you already have them in your yard. Next up on the list is one of my favorites in the garden and that's nasturtiums. Nasturtiums were something that I had never grown until last year and now that I've discovered it it's something that I will grow from now on. It's especially beautiful in a front yard flower bed. Nasturtiums have edible flowers that have a peppery taste similar to arugula and they're great in a salad You can also infuse these flowers in vinegar just like you would the chive flowers and create a beautiful ruby red infused vinegar to make salad dressing with. It also has edible leaves that can be used in a salad. They can be processed and made into pesto or you can shred them and add them to your stir fry. They're really, really versatile, and you can use every single part, right down to the seed pods. You can save the seeds and have some to plant for the next year, or you can take the seeds and pickle them and use them as you would capers. Nasturtiums are worth the, t- the space that they take up in your garden or in your front landscaping. You can get bushy varieties that would be good as a border flower, to fill in around sidewalks or um, in a big area under trees and things like that. Or you can get a vining variety that would go up porch railings or an archway or something of that nature in your front yard. So definitely consider nasturtiums. Now we've done seven items so far but I have four more for you. And all of these items can be put in a hanging basket. So now that we have our border and we have flowers that are also edible. And we have our bush and our trailing things. Now we're going to talk about what can go into a hanging basket. The first thing that I would recommend in a hanging basket is cherry tomatoes. Cherry tomatoes are great because they tend to trail anyway with the way they grow and gravity will help them along and then those little tomatoes drip down and in all the different shades of the anywhere from green to yellow to orange to red as they're ripening it just looks beautiful in a hanging basket. It also is really helpful to prevent things like blight and powdery mildew on your tomatoes because they're getting lots of airflow. I personally have two cherry tomato hanging baskets on my front porch and I can't wait to start picking tomatoes off of it. So try some cherry tomatoes. Maybe you have plenty of cherry tomatoes in your yard, though, in your garden, and you want something a little different. How about chili peppers? Chili peppers can look like a fireworks of explosion coming out of that hanging basket. You can all do all different kinds and all different colors and it will really look bright and gorgeous and pops of color all over that little basket as it's hanging there on your front porch. And it's an unusual but edible thing that you can have in your front yard. So, Maybe cherry tomatoes aren't your thing. Maybe chili peppers aren't your thing. How about strawberries? Strawberries make a wonderful hanging basket because they like to stretch out and vine anyway. And so putting strawberries in, an, in a hanging basket are just perfect. Especially if you get a basket that's about 14 inches, you put four strawberry plants around the edges of it, Fill the middle with mint. You'll have a wonderfully full and gorgeous looking basket with the pretty little white flowers before it pollinates, and then you'll have beautiful little red strawberries dripping down off of that. Be sure, though, that you get the ever bearing br- variety so that you get a harvest all year long. If you get the June bearing variety, you'll get one big harvest in June, but not much else the rest of the season. So be sure to get an everbearing variety so that you'll have continuous strawberries all throughout the season in your hanging baskets. I'm seriously considering putting one of these out with my chicken coops. Last but not least, something I was rather surprised that you can grow in a hanging basket is pickling cucumbers. Pickling cucumbers actually do better when they're allowed a lot of airflow. I grew mine on a fence last year and they did phenomenal compared to the ones that grew on the ground. Growing them in a hanging basket is going to give you the same type of benefit. It's going to get airflow, it's going to produce rounder, more consistent fruit, and it's going to help keep away things like aphids and slugs. That will come and try to destroy your cucumber crop. So think of cucumbers as a possible hanging basket alternative. A really fun alternative would be to grow a specific type of cucumber that I've mentioned on here before called a cucamelon. A cucamelon is a small cucumber that is about the size of a grape tomato. It looks like a little baby watermelon but it tastes like a lemony cucumber. I'm going to be growing some of these on the arch in my garden this year but they would also make a gorgeous hanging basket. So there are some options for you for those hanging baskets on your front porch. Instead of ferns or flowers what if you grew cherry tomatoes Chili peppers, strawberries, or some type of cucumber. Not only would it look gorgeous, but it would also serve a purpose and give you something more to eat. So, this is a shorter episode than I usually do, but I wanted to give you some ideas as you head to the nursery to go pick out your plants. If you're like me, you're in the part of the year now where you can start to pick things out. And plant and get things in the ground and outside. It's about that time of year for a lot of us now. So go to the store and look for some of these things and see which ones you can put in your yard. I'd love to see pictures or hear back from you about the kinds of things that you're growing in your edible landscaping. So you can email me at jenny at com. Or you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at the Funky Farm Girl. So, which thing are you planning to grow in your yard? Thanks so much for joining me this week. Next week, we will start a series on permaculture gardening and homesteading. This is something that I've been learning a lot about, and I can't wait to begin sharing it with you there's a lot involved in it but it's also such an exciting thing to begin to study and to learn how to help the land work together with the plants that you provide and the wildlife that's around to really create a beautiful environment for your garden to grow and for your animals to flourish in so stay tuned next week when we start our series on permaculture gardens thanks for stopping by y'all if you're inspired by what you've heard today the best compliment you can give me is to share the funky farm girl with your friends you can stay connected by following the funky farm girl on instagram facebook and youtube until we meet again next week remember to bloom where you're planted